ready. Ready to cut through the BS and hear some ways to drive your business forward today? Yeah. Welcome, Welcome to Biz Sprints Podcast with your host, Michael McMillan. Check it out. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to another week of Biz Sprints. As always, this is Michael McMillan, and thank you so much for coming back for another week of tips and tricks to help drive your business forward. This week, I wanted to chat with you guys about a video, actually, I published about a week ago, I think it was, uh, up on our Facebook page, and that I've actually been getting um, some a fair amount of actually questions coming in about that, and things that people are just curious about what made me want to shoot that video, and maybe, and also asking me for some more information about that. So, just to catch you guys up for who haven't seen the video, uh, the video that I shot was actually I was over in Torrey Pines Beach and I had just gotten done with a training session that I had done with uh, my coach uh, that I use for all my executive mentorship. And when I got done, I was just you know so inspired that I felt that it was just needed to take a moment and share my experience and uh, share some of that th- my initial thoughts with uh, all of you guys. So. I just shot a quick little, you know, 15, 20 second video, threw it up on Facebook. And I will be honest, I was really kind of surprised by how much uh, feedback positive uh, that I've been getting from people, uh, but also questions about, um, you know, where do I find a coach? Uh, what's the need for a coach? You know, Mike, why, why do you even use a coach? And so I figured, hey, well, you know, rather than answering uh, each of those people individually, let's uh, do a podcast about it. So this week is about that, right? So it's what is the reasoning behind mentors and coaches and and what is the importance level of them and, and how do we go about finding them and just kind of talk to you guys about that a little bit so uh, long story short with you know me and you know as far as that session goes is so I work with a lady named asha she is a amazing, amazing woman uh, here in San Diego. And I actually uh, came to find Asha actually quite on accident. My wife ended up running into her uh, through, you know, she actually runs a networking group here in San Diego. uh, And she had got introduced to Asha and those two met. And as soon as my wife met her, she's like, you need to meet my husband. Uh, He needs to know you. (laughs) And basically one thing led to another. And next thing I know, uh, I have Asha behind my back helping me out kind of all along the way just to make sure that I'm not making all the dumb decisions that I have made in my life over again and also pointing out some new ones that I've maybe make made now that I should need to fix so that's really what Asha does for me really she's really my ace in the hole you know she's the woman who stands behind me and ensures that all times I'm looking forward and that I'm you know really looking at what I'm working on and how can I do it better and what are some of the tips and tricks that she knows of that's really going to be able to ensure that I am constantly advancing myself in my professional and personal career uh, as well as always being my mirror and I talk about that a lot with entrepreneurs that uh, most of the entrepreneurs and business owners that I work with, uh, I refer to myself in that fashion many times, which is I am their mirror. What I mean by that and why I even call Asha my mirror is because, especially as business owners, you know, I, I wrote an article a while back about the loneliness of being an owner or a founder. And, and it's really true. And let me kind of explain what I mean by that, which is, when you are the owner, there's this sense of you're by yourself, right? Like the, there's no one I can go to, you know, the kind of it's the whole, the buck stops here. And sometimes 
you don't know the exact answer to give. And you really could use that person to bounce some ideas off of. And that's, you know, that's really, it's a scary place to be, frankly. I mean, it's, and, you know, when you're, when you're at the top, though it might sound great to be able to make the ultimate decision on many things, I'll tell you, many times it's, I mean, it's darn right, you know, just like unnerving to have to do that. So, People like Asha and many other mentors that I've had along the way, you really become kind of your sounding board. And I will tell you, most business owners that I've I've met, um, few have them. A uh, few have you know stayed in touch with their mentors or you know some you know people who've helped them come up along the way. But many have just never had that pleasure of having that. And that's where you know you really have to start looking for people, you know, like myself, like Asha, and other people as well. But what I mean by being a mirror is that it's part of the criteria that I actually explain to people when you're looking for a coach or a mentor or something like that is one of the criteria I always say is you should look for a person who most resembles yourself, but yourself in a place that you want to go to. And the reason you want that um, is because when you can find yourself, that's the one person you now know is really going to be able to kind of cut through your bullshit, to be frank, and be able to be like, no, dude, that's your stop BSing me. No, this is exactly what you're about to do. And don't try lying to me because you know, I know better. And you need that, right? Like you need that person who's going to just kind of throw you on the ground and be like, stop it. Like really, like you, you know, you're just doing this to yourself and I know it. And here's what you need to do better. And I'll tell you, that is probably one of the most critical criteria is that you really need to understand, like, you know, what are some of the, you know, what is the criteria in which you are? So, you know, how do you make decisions? Are you an emotional decision maker? Are you all based upon the numbers and facts? Uh, How do you lead your life? Are you a natural born leader or are you more of a follower? You know, do you need to surround yourself with people? Uh, All these kind of general, um, you know, personality traits that you really need to work to understand your who you, you know kind of who you are right now but then what i say is, is leverage that to then look for those same traits and qualities in the coach or mentor that you're going to look to try to acquire for yourself the reason for this is because like i just said is now that person can truly be your mirror. So when you look into their eyes, they're going to be able to look right back at you and see themselves just as you can see yourself and really be able to help you cut to the root of issues much, much faster and really be able to help push yourself forward. And I'll tell you, this is, um, it's not always the easiest thing. It's, um, I sometimes, I sometimes leave some of my sessions with some of my mentors that I've had over the years and you're like beyond frustrated, right? Like when you first walk away, you're like, Oh my God, do I, why do I even do this to myself? Do I, is it even worth the time? (laughs) And it usually takes about an hour or two. And then all of a sudden you just, it it just hits you and you're like, oh my gosh. And some of the breakthrough moments that you'll have together, it's just, it's just something that is just, it's so beautiful. And really, I'll tell you, I, I still looking back now, I feel so honored to have a number of mentors that are in my corner still to this day. And that, you know, it's amazing when you find them. Uh, And so many times they just find you. You know, I, I look back into my call center days and, you know, one of my one of my mentors along the way was a gentleman named Fred Weiner, and he was the CEO of the company I worked for named The Connection. 
And it's funny because when I first went to go work there, I was a remote employee working out of Chicago. Corporate was up in Minneapolis. And I, I remember telling Fred, I'm like, Fred, if this is going to work, I need to you know, reload and just come up to you guys. And, and they did. They, they brought me up there and brought my whole family up there. And, uh, and then I worked in the office right next door to Fred for the next almost five years. And it's weird because you know, it, it really, like, it's not like I went going looking for a mentor. It, it just really just naturally happened. And, but I'll tell you, Fred, when Fred took me underneath his wing, it, it was, it was interesting because it happened very slowly and it progressed over the years. But now looking back, some of the best education I've had, you know, as far as, you know, how to be a true executive, how to lead by example, how to lead an organization, um, you know, how to deal with the financials, how to ensure that you're building a team and, you know, you're building a process that's going to be duplicatable. Many of my strategy sessions that I even run from are all based on him. And, you know, even the work ethic, I mean, this man, it was a work ethic like you could never, never understand. And it just, again, just continued to help push me forward and really advance myself as an executive. And to this day, I mean, I still stay in touch with Fred. I still talk to him on a pretty regular basis. And he's still continually, you know, harping on me to make sure that I'm doing better and, you know, always helping push me forward. And it's, it's great. You know, it's something that I just, I cherish so, so much to have in my corner. And this is the piece though, guys, right? And it's, this is the whole podcast is not about me, but it's to show you that so many times people, especially executives, I'm sorry, especially entrepreneurs, you know, they'll, when I look at them and so many times they ask me like, hey, Mike, why is it that some people just naturally find success and so many do not? And I explained to him, I said, it's not that they found success. I said, it's that they work their butts off to make sure that they kept surrounding themselves people with people who were the success that they wanted to find. And then what they did was, is they just simply worked with those same people to help replicate and make themselves that successful as well. And it's so, so true. I mean, you know, for me, and even for so many of my friends, it's that it's, if you look at the people in which they associate themselves, all of them basically became that person. And they continued as they've continued to advance the people that they associate themselves with professionally and personally. You continually to see, you continue to see them really change the way either in their financial structures, in their, in their standing, you know, personally and professionally that they continue to advance. And I tell people all the time is that you real that is, it is true. You become the people in which you associate yourself with. And that is why it's so important to always be looking at how do I advance my a circle around me? And it all starts with, right, is that the key person too? Who is that key person who which I lean on? Now, you, if you're married or if you have a significant other or whichever, you, you always have that person. And don't get me wrong, and you need to cherish that relationship. But this is not that relationship. This is not your wife, your husband, you know, whatever. This is the person you go to to talk about all everything else, right? It's the stuff that you can bring to your wife, but you really need that opinion that's not have any emotional attachment to it. You need that person who can really tell you how it is and really just break it down to you and just tell you how it is, brax tax, and give you some guidance based upon 
their experience to help guide you through whatever you're working through. Now, as I said, I have some criteria in which I work through uh, that I always have used to help kind of vet through. You know, if if it's a mentor, just, you know, mentors, you don't really go find mentors. Mentors kind of find you along the way. Uh, as I mentioned with Fred, right? Like, I didn't go seeking Fred as a mentor. It just happened. Uh, you know, we just worked together for so long, and eventually, I think, it, you know, we gained such a mutual respect for one another. Eventually, we just became friends and he ended up becoming someone I trusted so much professionally and and just really admired. And eventually he just really became a great mentor to me. Now, a coach though, on the other hand, right? Uh, A coach is, I guess you can kind of say it's like, it's like a mentor that you hire in and it's someone you, you need to seek out. And many times it's to help fill that slot in between mentors. You know, for me, you know, Fred was a great mentor while I lived in Minneapolis. And, and honestly, if I still lived in Minneapolis, I'd probably see him almost on a regular basis, even though I don't work for him anymore. And, but because now I now live in San Diego, you know, I kind of started getting this gap, right? And I needed that person that I can still go to with all these things. And I, and I could always go to Fred or Jack or uh, even my mother, who is still an amazing mentor to me as well. But I needed someone here local. Um, who who kind of fit the need and the mold for what my current situation was, right? It was starting a new business. I was uh, breaking out on my own, going into a new vertical uh, with consulting and marketing. And I need someone who had kind of walked that walk and talked that talk. And that's what led me to starting to vet out coaches because I didn't have, you know, someone who I was working with side by side who can mentor me. So what I did was this, you know, I wrote down some specific criteria and I want to share these things with you. So one I already did, which is, is I, I took an intake of myself, right? I, I looked at what are the personalities traits of myself today? Uh, and that's a key element, just so you know, is, you know, if you've run yourself through a Myers-Briggs or any of those millions of personality profiling things, understand those things change on a regular basis. So just because you took that thing even a week ago, what you took a week ago and what you took this, what you would take this week could potentially be two different results. So I always tell people is, is take those type of tests early, often, and especially when you're talking about if you're wanting to try to get an understanding of kind of what mental state are you in today. And the reason I like to take those before I make a, a you know a choice like this is because I want to see like you know where what is the stress levels that I'm hanging at now? What are they changing in my uh, personality? You know, am I being more motivated? Am I being a bigger driver than I normally am? Am I being, you know, that extra alpha that I know I can sometimes be when I get stressed out? Or am I being more laid back and reserved? And am I, you know, kind of being more of the wall walker kind of the person? Um, I've never had that trait, but, you know, I heard I heard it can bubble up. <laughs> but, you know, it's it's where am I today? And once I get that intake, you know, I do know other things about myself already, right? Like, for instance, I'm an auditorial learner. Like, so I know when people speak to me, I actually retain things very, very, very well. But I also know is that the trick for me is that as soon as I hear it within the next, you know, half hour to an hour, I need to write down the key elements of it, um, either by hand or into a computer or something. Otherwise, I will never retain it. So, I've learned that, right? So I know my learning style. I know now some of my personality traits. And what I do is, is when I'm vetting out coaches, I look for those same traits in 
the coaches in which I'm working through and trying to find those similar type of traits because now again, like I said, that person could be a good mirror image of me. The other things I do is, is I look towards their professional background, looking to discover the exact type of professional uh, back, you know, traits that I, I know I'm looking for at that time. So as I mentioned, when I was looking at starting biz sprints, right, I knew I needed a coach who's going to help be able to guide me through some of those things that I just didn't, I, I didn't know enough about that I wanted to make sure I had that expert in my corner, right? So like everything from, you know, what kind of business structuring, what kind of legal structuring, what type of uh, background, what kind of marketing should I be doing? What type of, you know, client should I take on? What type of client should I not take on? How should my billables work, et cetera? You know, all of those things that when you're entering into a new type of industry or new vertical, you want to know ahead of time because, I'll tell you, when you, so many companies, they go into these things and they try to go in eyes wide open, but they don't do their homework ahead of time, then what they do is, is they end up spending an insane amount of money learning all these hard lessons that thousands of people have learned ahead of them. And if they would have just taken the time to go and find, find someone who knew that space, they could have saved themselves so much time and effort. But off, I'm getting on a rant here, but basically, so that's what I did. So that's, so number one, find myself, find someone who understood my learning style. And number three, found someone who worked specifically in the verticals that were very pertinent to me right now. Um, number four, I need someone who also understands where I'm trying to go in life. Uh, and this is very personal, I mean. So it's like, you might you might get it professionally. You might under, have the great traits that you have similarly. You might also be able to understand my learning style and be able to give me you know give me good guidance from that fashion. But if you're a workaholic and that's all you are, that's a dangerous dangerous place for me. The reason is because that is one trait I know I do have. Right, I will work 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year, and I will figure out sleep somewhere right? Uh, If you allowed me to, that's exactly what I would do. If I had that person as a coach, the problem is, is it gets amplified. And I need a person who can understand that I need to learn how to have a personal life because that's something I don't know how well to do. So when I vetted my coach, I also looked for that is that I wanted a coach who understood like, okay, hey, you know, look at this person. They have an amazing work-life balance. Maybe even the life side is actually almost a little too much, in my opinion, because what they can then do is help balance me out. They can help point out that that one, you know, known fault I have and help me try to understand how to, you know, get that better. So again, another thing you really want to pay attention to, you know, in yourself is looking at that and really asking that question, like, how how bad am I with my, you know, my workaholic nature? And do I need someone like me? Like, do I need to find someone who's very life in tune? The final piece for me is, is, um, now I wouldn't say this is for me, but just overall is, you know, if you are a very spiritual person, uh, and, and I mean, this is religious or not what, I mean, if you could take spirituality as you want to, um, Depending on where you stand with that, and I'm not going to get into um, any of that type of talk on this, but if, if depending on where you are with that, I will tell you if that's if that is a core foundational item for you in your life, make sure you have a coach that understands that. Um, I I have ran into many coaches over the years who uh, just some some were just not that spiritual, some were way too spiritual for me, and it's something that can cause some weird, you know, some very 
odd moments, let's say. So you really want to make sure that you're paying close, close attention to that and really finding someone, again, who's in line with your values and your spirituality if that is something that's going to be real critical for you. Once you have all that, what all you have to do then is take the one step that so many people I run into never do take. And that step is just taking action, right? It's engaging that person. It's talking to that person. Now that you've found them, right? And maybe you've found multiple. It's just getting them engaged. I will tell you, working with coaches is, is, not, is not the most natural thing, especially for high-performing executives, right? Uh, which most coaches consider me one. So I will just take that and say I am one, <laughs> right? Is... When you are at that level, or even if you're not at that level, but if you're a high performer, asking for help doesn't always come that natural. It's something that we learn along the way. And when you now even take it even more so and you turn on the humble factor, which is very hard sometimes for the, you know, some of us high performers to do, is it really just gets, it's just a very, uh, how do I put it? just odd place to be, I guess you could say. So, and many times what happens though is, is that you get in this weird feeling that you just don't do anything and you're like, oh, I don't need that or oh, I'll do it later or, oh, it's just way too expensive, right? It's just, I just can't afford it. I cannot justify that type of cost right now. And I'll tell you, you're doing yourself the biggest injustice to yourself, to your employees, to your business, to your person, just everything. It's, it took me a long time to learn this because, again, I mean, up until recently, all of my mentors and all of my, you know, personal, you know, advocates to really help guide me have always been free. You know, I mean, it's just people I've just I've met along the way and I've, I've just become, you know, trust and they just wanted to help me. This was the first time I actually had to go and take a big investment in myself. And at first I was just, I was freaked out doing something because a great coach just, you know, I mean, these they're not cheap. I mean, you're talking uh, sometimes, you know, six figures. I've heard of some in the seven figure range. I mean, these are, these are expensive, expensive people. But I will also tell you the investment into yourself, if you find the right coaches, and this is why you got to vet them very carefully. It, and it doesn't always have to be six figures too. Just, you know, I mean, I know some who are just like a couple thousand bucks, some who are, t- you know, tens of thousands of dollars, but like, you know, the investment in yourself ne- never the says, nevertheless is, it will pay in, I mean, huge multiples. I mean, I tell people that the investment in college, though that might, that will pay over the long haul. Cause as I always put college is the way to unlock doors that you still have to go kick in, right? Investing yourself outside of college, like with coaches or additional mentors or consultants or av- you know, advisors, et cetera, this pays off very quickly. And like I said, and if you're looking at a professional side, this pays off in usually in revenue growth or profitability growth and or the ability to sell your company much faster if that's you're looking towards an exit strategy and or towards customer appreciation through you know, bringing them in to be able to help with that. And again, just being that second set of eyes. More than all of that, though, and I'll tell you, I mean, even though all that's great, the thing that I have learned and the thing that I, the reason I'm doing a whole podcast on coaching, just so you know, which is I, I never thought one day in my life I'd be doing this, but the reason I'm doing this is because, again, us as high performers have the worst tendency to let ourselves and serve ourselves last, right? 
We serve everyone else first. We do whatever it takes to be able to continue to stay a high performer. And what that many times is, is it requires us to be in the service of others. A great coach allows us to finally take, maybe it's just an hour a month, maybe it's an hour every other week, whatever, but that hour is ours. And that hour is the one time we can actually work on us. We're not working on our business. We're not working on our employees. We're not working on our processes, our systems, our revenue, our P&L, our blah, 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 blah. No, we're working on us. And, you know, I've always, you know, I, I have another mentor of mine and he always would tell me, he's like, you know, your physical well-being is a direct reflection of your professional well-being. And I, and I always took that very, you know, very dear. Uh, it's one of the big reasons why I, I really try to pay attention to my health as best as I can. I'm not saying I'm the most fit guy in the world. No, I'm, I mean, I'm, I just, I'm still working off of this as I, in my last company, I, I gained like 35 pounds and now I'm working it all off again, right? You know, I, everyone goes to their peaks and valleys, but it is something I pay attention to. But I will tell you though, even though the personal side of it, right, that's, that's one time you get some personal nature when you're working out. But when you can get down and sit down with a coach or a trainer or a mentor or, you know, any of that, again, it gives you that time to just be working on you and the breakthroughs you're going to have during that time. And that, you know, just the, the clarity it provides you is just, it's something that I, I just really hope each and every one of you guys get a chance to experience. It's something that has really done wonders for me. It's something that I will tell you now that I've experienced it. I don't, I don't know how I could ever be without it. And I just, I had to share that with all you guys. And that's why I did that video right when it, right when I got done with that last session of mine, I'm like, man, everyone needs to experience this, right? Like, I mean, I'm in Torrey Pines National Park. I just did a great hike down the beach, up some, you know, up some good, good climbs. And, the whole time talking about our bit, my business, talking about how I can improve myself personally and professionally, my family life, etc. And just, you know, and at the end of it, just being so empowered just to take everything to the next level. So guys, I'm going to leave you with that today, which is this week, I really want you to take a moment and just ask yourself, when's the last time I invested in me? When's the last time that I really made sure that I'm improving myself? Not in behalf of my company, not in behalf of my PL, not in behalf of my employees, nothing. Just me. And if it's been a long time, and just you know, for me, it was it's been a very long time. Take this week to start the process. You know, if you if you haven't been to the gym in a long time, maybe get to the gym, right? Go do some yoga, go go do some meditation. You know, just take that first step. If you know you're in a career that you need some help and guidance on, don't delay. This week, go find some advisors, some consultants. Find yourself the coach like I did and start vetting them. Start looking for yourself in them. Start making sure you have some very specific goals in mind that you want to have them help you accomplish and start vetting people out. You will thank me over and over again when you do this, because I will tell you, if you really want to know one of the fundamental keys to success of your business beyond the strategic plan and building for success, so you can see that success by design, is making sure that you as the leader of your team, of your company, whatever, 
are in an amazing place at all times and always pushing yourself to that next level. Because I'll tell you guys, when you can get there and you can always be staying there and understanding that I never can achieve the next level, but I'm always going to be reaching for it, you'll actually blow through all these different levels, and but you'll always be looking at that humility factor of, I know I can always be better. And that, that humility and that belief that you can always be better than you are today is going to drive you and your business and your employees and your customers to a level that you never thought possible. It is what allows us as humans to really make our mark on this planet. So guys, this week, just take the first step. Invest in yourself. Invest in your future. Invest in your ability to learn how to create success by design. And I will tell you, it's going to change everything. So guys, till next week, to your success and prosperity. My name is Michael McMillan. I look forward to chatting with you again soon. That will conclude this evening's entertainment. Thank you for listening to Biz Sprints Podcast. Please make sure to subscribe on iTunes and visit us at bizsprints.com for more tips and tricks to drive your business forward. No doubt about it. 